Welcome to the Absite Smackdown Podcast. We'll talk clinical scenarios, interesting Absite facts, and interesting general surgery knowledge. Now, let's get to it. Hi guys, welcome back to Absite Smackdown Podcast. This is your host, Jessica. And I'm here today with Dr. David Kashmir, and we are going to talk about how Absite Smackdown helps you on rounds. And the reason we're going to talk about this is last week we went over odd facts on little silly facts that are absite facts that you still need to know for the test, even though they're a little crazy. And it made me wonder, how many of these facts do we actually use? So Dr. David, can you tell us a little about that? Yeah. Hey, Jessica. Uh, Good to be back with you again, talking on the show. I do remember last week, it was a really fun one about whether the facts are sort of useful. And we focused on the five most kind of inane facts that you have to learn for the absite. And some were quirky and some were funny and some were weird. And you know, it got us wondering, just like you said, how useful on a day-to-day basis are the facts that we learn for the absite? How directly applicable are they? And so I thought it was a really cool idea when you guys said, hey, you know, Dave, you know the book, uh, take it with you on rounds or something and just kind of mark down how often you use facts directly from it. And not even in the teaching capacity, just how often you use it when it comes to patient care. So I thought it was a really good idea to find out or just kind of get a sense of how and whether all these things we learn for the absite are useful. And so that's what I did. So it was a success. Well, I mean, I think the idea was like you said, to see whether and how useful it was. And so it was successful in that I noticed that we were using facts during rounds, which I hadn't thought of are directly from the absite. The Absite Smackdown Podcast. Visit the Smackdown at AbsiteSmackdown.com. So sure, with the book on rounds, uh, just as we finished rounding on a patient, anything that came up from the book, and of course, having lived through two editions of the book now, I kind of know where everything is really mm-hmm. well. It really just took a second to say, okay, I use this fact or these facts for this patient. And so when you say, was it successful? Well, I mean, it was sure interesting to see on one rounds, one day, how much we used. Well, that is super awesome. How many facts did you use? Well, we had 12 patients and in 12 patients, we used 14 facts. And some facts were the same facts used, you know, several times Mm -hmm. during rounds. And again, these are ones that are just directly straight up absite facts. There's times where you could say, well, we kind of talked about this or we talked about this, but just straight cold, direct uh, facts that we learned for the absite. Uh, like I said, on those 12 patients, we used uh, 14 facts. And uh, if I look at the numbers here, 10 of them were <clears throat> distinct facts. What one do you think came up the most with the patients? Well, these were critical care rounds. These were surgical ICU rounds. And so the two things that really came up a lot were focused on uh, pulmonary dynamics and also oxygen delivery and offloading. So, we mostly used oxygen delivery, particularly the oxygen delivery equation and certain factoids about it uh, multiple times during rounds. Uh, Was there any other ones that you found specifically useful that you didn't even think about being in the ab site until we asked you to do this exercise? One thing that I remember a lot, and I can never remember where I had to pick it up, whether it was critical care boards or ab site or gen surge boards, is the uh, oxygen onloading and offloading uh, sigmoidal curve. We have this curve uh, uh, associated with delivering oxygen to tissues. 
beyond the delivery equation that we always talk about. And it's this S-shaped curve, and we always talk about what shifts it. You know, banked blood, when we have to give patients a massive transfusion protocol, shifts the curve to the left, and because it shifts the curve to the left, uh, oxygen is not offloaded as easily to the tissues. And the reason that massive transfusion protocol is less left shifted, that blood, that banked blood is left shifted and does not give up oxygen to the tissues as well, because the blood's cold, because it's low in 2,3 DPG, all these facts that we learn, and I couldn't remember, boy, was it for the absite that I learned this? We first hear about this curve in medical school and its role in oxygen delivery, and I didn't really understand it or put most of it all together until surgical residency. So that was a fact that this helped remind me, oh yeah, it really was the absite for me that focused on how these things come together. So did you feel like you used one chapter of the book more than any other chapter, or was it just spread out throughout the book, the facts? You know, again, with it being critical care rounds, it actually seemed to be uh, cardiovascular facts related to critical care, like the oxygen delivery equation, like the uh, Starling curve. Uh, those came up a lot. And uh, so, yeah, it really clustered in those things. And then facts about ARDS, uh, adrenal insufficiency, um, so really critical care related facts. And the way that the review book is organized, some of those come from the cardiovascular section. Uh, some of those come from like a pulmonary uh, section. So uh, yeah, that, the thing's really clustered there. The Absite Smackdown Podcast, bringing you the best for your Absite review. So basically, if we just sent you down on ER rounds with this book, we would get a whole new set of facts that you used. Yeah, that's actually really true. Uh, maybe not ER, I think, because of a surgical uh, care and what we deliver. But I think what you what you mean, and I think you're exactly right, is if you sent us to the endocrine surgery service, yeah, you'd see all the thyroid facts about thyroid cancer getting used, like Wolf-Chaikoff effect, all these kinds of things. Um, get used a lot. But you're right. It's because of the venue we were in that you saw certain facts used. And I was really impressed by how useful it was. Uh, and it was just a great reminder to me of how useful Absite study is for uh, improving things on a daily basis. Good refresher course for you. Yeah, it was really interesting to see how often it all comes up. The Absite Smackdown podcast is based on the best-selling review book, Absite Smackdown. The only Absite review with an entire video review course included. Visit AbsiteSmackdown.com and pick it up today. Experiment is that the book is applicable to everyday use. What other goals did you have with this? Whether we're residents or attendings, that what we're learning we really can bring to the bedside. And this shows that the stuff in Absite Smackdown, the stuff we're studying, it can come to the bedside very easily. It does. And I think that this also shows uh, that this fits with a lot of the goals for the what we call sort of Project Smackdown in general. And that is to keep the knowledge in front of us in a way that's easy to get at. And some of the ways, I think you and the team have done that, which I've really appreciated, are the uh, Instagram posts, where it's just one fact every day um, directly from the book with uh, some kind of visual reference that kind of helps cement it. It's just very simple, really clean, and it keeps the facts in front of us. So that's the daily.absite.fact. Uh, this podcast keeps it in front of us. 
Uh, I know that you guys have posted some of the reviews from other sections, thyroid, trauma, colorectal. The audio from those is on the podcast homepage on SoundCloud and Spotify, and that makes it accessible. I know you guys have been big into trying to give away a lot of content for free. And I think that is exactly in keeping with the goals of this book. We tried to create a comprehensive website study guide, uh, a book that matches a lecture series so you can have both right in front of you and you can do them from anywhere. And then beyond that, to keep the uh, facts right in front of us. So they're top of mind on things that people are doing anyway on social media. And it's a great use of social media for something positive other than, you know, a lot of the other things we go on, uh, we see go on with social media every day. So I really think this fits with the goals of the book really well. Yeah, I think it's important to know that it's not just the book. It's not just the video that comes with it. It's all the tools in the arsenal from the blog and the podcast and the daily fact. You know, we have the page on Facebook. We have SoundCloud. There's so many ways to access the knowledge, to have it there in front of you. Like you said, so much of the content is free. Um, it's just really exciting to work on. Well, I do. Uh, I think you're right. It's been a great ride so far. I'm looking forward uh, soon enough to version three, which I can't believe is coming out uh, so soon. You know, the versions come out around July and we just got version two out. And now the team is working on version three with all of the um, updates and thoughts and feedback from the group of users already. And it's really been fulfilling to see the entire residencies are now using uh, the program. Um, there's some medical schools that are using it for their surgical students. I just, I've really been amazed by how quickly it's growing uh, from, you know, version one now to two and uh, soon enough uh, two to version three. So uh, just really can't wait to see what happens next with it. Never stop growing. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. And again, this was Absite Smackdown podcast. Please follow us on all the social media. Hashtag Absite Smackdown. Thanks for listening to the Absite Smackdown podcast. Visit us at absitesmackdown.com for more great Absite facts.